all in the name of our wonderful Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. We'll open the scripture on from John chapter 10. So from verse 1 to 5. And 7 to 11 and then 17 to 7 to 11. And 14 and 16. 14 or 16. Uh, if we all found it, it does it returns. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that entered not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbed up some other way, the same is a thief and a robber. But he that entered in by the door is a shepherd of the sheep. To him the porter opened and the sheep hear his voice and he called his own sheep by name and he led them out. And when he put it forth his own sheep, he goeth before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. And a stranger will they not follow, but will flee from him, for they not not the voice of strangers. Then let's just go to 7. Then said Jesus unto them again, Verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the ship. And all that ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the ship did not hear them. I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and find pasture. The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I'm come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. I'm the good sheep. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. Alright, and then we can go to 14. I'm the good shepherd and know my sheep and I'm known of mine. 
mina ngumalus omuhle ngiyazazi ezami nezami ziyangazi and as the father knoweth me even though i the father i lay down my life for the sheep njengaloku ubaba uyangazi nami ngiyamazi ubaba ngidela ukuphila kwami ngenxa izimvu and the other sheep i have which are not of this fold them also i must bring and they shall hear my voice and there shall be one fold and one shepherd nezinye izimvu nginazo ezingesizo ezalesisibaya nalezo ngimelwe ukuziletha ziyaguzwa izwilami kube mhlambi munye noma lusi munye and then also we can turn uh, the scripture to John uh, 21 and verse 14 to 17 so if we found it it read this way this is now the third time that Jesus showed himself to his disciples after that he was risen from the dead Loko sehu wesithathe ujesu ebonakaliswa kubafundi esevukile kwabafileyo So when they had died Jesus said to Simon Peter Simon son of Jonas lovest thou more than this He said unto him yea Lord thou knowest that I love thee He said unto him feed my lambs Khona sebadlile ujesu wathi kusimoni upetro Simoni ka Jona uyangithanda kuna laba na wathi kuye yebo nkosi uyazi wena ukuthi ngiyakuthanda wathi kuye yipha amawundu ami and he said to him again the second time Simon son of son of Jonas lovest thou me he said unto him yea lord thou knowest i love thee he said unto him feed my sheep wabuye wathi kuye ngokwesibili simoni ka Jonas uyangithanda na wathi kuye yebo nkosi uyazi wena ukuthi ngiyakuthanda wathi kuye yalusa ezimvu zami and he said unto him the third time Simon son of Jonas lovest thou lovest thou me Peter was grieved because he said unto him the third time lovest thou me and he said unto him Lord thou knowest all things and thou knowest that I love thee Jesus said unto him feed my sheep wathi kuye ngokwesithathu usimoni ka Jonas uyangithanda na upetro wadabuka ngokuba wathi kuye ngokwesithathu uyangithanda na wathi kuye nkosi wazi konke wena uyazi ukuthi ngiyakuthanda ujesu wathi kuye yipha izimvu zami amen the good lord bless the reading of the word as we uh, bow down in prayer ukulungula kabusise ukufunda kwezwi lakhe sazothandaza dear heavenly father we've just read your word this morning this evening and we look unto you father for the interpretation of the word father amen here is uh, here am i father with my brother next to me father we are just yielding your, uh, your ourselves unto the, to unto you father so that you will be the one who will inspire us father you will be the one who will lead us this evening father uh, here is the congregation in front of me father they are your people father you are the one who's supposed to feed them father Amen. just use me as a vessel father so that they will be able to be blessed this evening father and i believe father that you are here this morning father and then father you will come and bless us this evening father as we, we believe in this in the name of our lord and savior jesus christ amen Amen. Uh, we can take our seats. Uh, this evening I would like to preach again in the name of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. for to this evening will be we'll, we'll get it from John 10 
isihloko somlayezo wethu sizothatha encwadini ngoba Johanne sahloko 10 verse 7 of verse 7 that is where Jesus says that I am the door of the sheep mm-hmm. so our topic this evening is the door of the sheep and firstly before I go on with my sermon this evening I would like to thank the pastor for the opportunity just to come here this evening and then just to say a few words unto you, Amen uh, As we read from John chapter 21 Yes, Jesus said unto Peter, Feed my lambs and feed my sheep. All right. And then Brother Bram says, A lamp is the little ones and the sheep is the adult one. I think that is obvious to all of us. And that is on the natural side. And on the spiritual side, a lamp is the person who's just come into the message and he has just accepted the Lord as a, his savior. And and then the sheep, obviously, is an elder, someone who's been in the message for a long time. This has nothing to do with age. Spiritually, you can be an elderly chronologically. But you find that you're still not grown up in the faith. And you might be young in, in, in chronologically. And find that you have you have much mature spiritually. Because Paul says, when I was a, a child, I spake as a child. And I understood as a child. I thought as a child, but when I became a man, I put away childish things. So, as we, you can see, you, you, you need to grow up spiritually. So, the, when I read this scripture, it just, I just uh, saw myself when I first came here. I was also like a lamp, young in the faith. I remember when my son was just about three months old. And then the pastor came and he fed us with the word. And then uh, we grew spiritually from glory to glory, precept upon precept. And then that is why this evening you can see me now in front of you, just giving you a few words. And then we thank the Lord for that. So through the teaching of the, of the pastor, uh, me and my wife, when we came here, Sunday has always been like a highlight of our week. 
Isondo Bogu Salenjalo Wing Ulumonje Epezul Yevigilet Long. The reason being on Sunday we know that it doesn't matter how the bad the week was. How hectic it has been. But we know that when we go to the service on Sunday, we will be mended and then the shepherd will feed us. Amen. So we since we've came here, we experience growth both uh, naturally and spiritually. When I first came, it was only my son. And then after five years, my daughter was born. And then I also like to announce that also God has just blessed with his son as well. Amen. Amen. Now, in her life, it's been like Psalms 128, if we know what it is. That's why David says, Blessed is everyone that feared the Lord. That walked in his ways. For thou shalt eat the liver of thy hands. Amen. And it shall be well with thee. And then thy wife shall be like a fruitful vine by the side of thy, thine house. Thy children like olives plant round about the table. And this how our life is being. Uh, God has blessed us richly. Uh, we've met a lot of friends since we came here. It's been a wonderful fellowship. Now I was just looking at my youngest son. Uh, today is just about two years, two days old. And that made me to appreciate a lot even more. Because sometimes people, they take things for granted. Yeah, a child is born. For them, it's like, no, a child is born. nothing special about it. But for a man who knows the Lord, who knows the ways of the Lord, he knows that when he looks at that son, to see all the little fingers, the little toes, all complete. That is the work of the Lord. Amen. 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 And then for that, we are grateful. Uh, just looking at him, just looking at how he's being expressed, just as we saw him. This past few days, I became grateful to the Lord. Because I realized that he 
was just a gem, small gem cell, just a year back. Being preserved in the loins of his father for generation, even his grandparents, great great parents. Until he was fully expressed on Monday. As something that we can touch, appreciate, everything being well with him. Because when a child is born, you realize that there are so many things that can go wrong with a child. Well, I'm speaking from experience. I've seen a lot of things. One born without an eye. Yes, you then wonder what happened. Now to see both eyes. It is only the omnipotent God who can do that. Almighty God. Because he is the creator, the great physician. And there's none like him. Amen. The the word tells us he's a Jehovah Jireh. He just provided a son for me. And when Abraham called him Jehovah Jireh, God had given him uh, an, an order. Said Abraham, Go, the son that I've given you, Isaac, go in a mountain that I'll, I'll show you. Make a sacrifice out of him. Now you can just imagine, God, you've been barren for 100 years. Your wife since until the age of 90. And God comes with this order after he's just given you a son. The promised son. And he says, go and sacrifice so the, the Abraham called the, that mountain Jehovah Jireh because while he was about to sacrifice his son, the angel of the Lord came and said, Abraham, do no harm on that boy. And provided a lamb, a ram in state. So what I'm trying to tell you is that no doctor or specialist can provide a child for you. It's only the creator, the um, almighty God. Um, who can do that? And he's also our Jehovah Rapha. Jehovah Rapha the, the God that heals. Yes, even this evening, if there's something wrong with your body, he can heal you. And, and then when they said this, well, it was Moses who said that he's Jehovah Rapha. They were just in the wilderness. And the, the whole, the flock of, of the, the, the children of Israel, they were thirsty. And then when they get into the place called Mara, the water was bitter. They couldn't drink it. And the people started murmuring against Moses. 
Then God told Moses, get some leaves from a plant. Put them in that water. There and there, God healed that water. And it was just a sweet. And the people could drink out of it. They could be sustained. Their livestock also could be sustained. And also, he's our Jehovah-Nissi. <laughs> And then that is the Lord our banner. This they said after the, the Israelites have just defeated the Amalekites. Alright. And today, as we've read here, he comes and he says he's the great shepherd. Right. The chief shepherd. The good shepherd. Amen. Amen. Because he is a good shepherd because he lays his life down for his sheep. So that his sheep might have eternal life. And he's a great God. He called his sheep by name. And his sheep responds. And they, because they know his voice. What is people We have read that the, the, the sheep, the church, doesn't know the voice of any other person except Christ. The stranger's voice they would not hear. So today we like to talk about the sheep, the chief shepherd, and the shepherds, who are the pastors, because there's a relationship between the three. You can't have the other without having the other one. Because... I mean, you can never see a sheep going alone. A sheep needs a shepherd. Amen. The word of God says a sheep that is alone is a lost sheep. With, with that kind of a sheep, the wolves it's just about time that the wolves will just go and devoid. So so that is why Brother Brenham has likened the, Christ, the, the, the church, the, the children of God, to a sheep, because a sheep is helpless. It cannot lead itself. And the children of God, they cannot leave themselves. They require the, the, the shepherd to lead them. And they require the chief shepherd to lead them. So, Brother Brennan says, when the sheep is lost, it is absolutely helpless. It is totally helpless without a shepherd. Because a sheep can lead itself, it can help itself. And the same applies to the human race. Without Christ, we are absolutely helpless. Amen. I mean, with people study. Amen. People study. But education cannot help you. 
People go to church denominations. But theology also can help you. Because for you to have eternal life, you need Christ. Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. So the sheep depend on someone leading them. And I think it will be a mystery if you can see two sheep leading each other. That can happen. The word of God says a blind man cannot lead another blind man. They will fall into a ditch. So you need a shepherd. But you need a good shepherd. Hallelujah. So I, the, while I was reading this, I, re, I remembered uh, uh, something. So my uncle uh, started, uh, we call it animal farming, some they call it cattle farming. So the community, because they, they were from, from Lechakaneng, where, where my father, all my Parents were born. So they provided a camp where the children who were born there they can go there and raise some sheep, maybe cows. So he managed to get a camp for himself as well, where he could also raise up his his goats, cattle. So forth. So it was peculiar. I, I did not realize it until I read the, the spoken word, the Good Shepherd. And the way that he, he, he the, the, the sheep the sheep called. Sheep called is the same thing. No, no. A sheep coat is the crawl oh, where you put eh, the sheep in. It's eh, by The cattle you will leave them freely roaming around in the camp. Oh But the, the sheep he had a shepherd who was looking after them. So he had a, a place, a house where that shepherd stayed. So he he put the sheep the sheep code. Just close by next to that house where the shepherd stayed. The goats know they could roam around, but not the sheep. They have to be they had to be closer to the shepherd. Because like I said, they couldn't they can't lead themselves. They can't shepherd themselves. They cannot lead themselves. It, it reminded me of many of the pictures that I saw. That when you saw Jesus in some of the pictures that they draw, you'll find that the sheep are behind him. But he's leading at the front. And the, the, the sheep are keeping a line following him. I, I thought it was just a drawing until I, Brother Brenham also talked about it. That while he was in Palestine, he saw the same thing happening. He was driving with another brother. 
while they were driving all of a sudden the traffic cop stopped them and while they were stopping the, the chief the shepherd just went past and the sheep were following him now right where the shepherd was passing there were a lot of it was a marketplace and there were a lot of fruits there, a lot oh. of good food there. But when the shepherd went past, those sheep, they followed in line. They were not attracted. None of them even went then and tried to eat the, the pleasant trees that were just beside them. Yes, I was blessed because that's how we Christians are when we are following Christ. None of the things of the world which may seem nice to us will make us go out of life. Because my brother can tell you sin might look nice when you look at it but when you partake in it you are getting out of life and you become a lost ship because the other ships are following in line and even brother Brenham had the same vision as well different churches were presented from different ages then you could see the church that he had read up. I mean, I think long sleeved shirts, long dresses. Dressed like the bride And one, while they were walking, one tried to Go, go out of line. So when you wake up, you woke up shouting. Go back in line. So even you today, if there's something in your life that is going on, go back in line and line up with the weight. So it's like we said that a sheep without a shepherd is lost. And nobody can bring it back to the fold. Except Christ. It's like the parable of the lost sheep when you read in Luke 15, verse 4 to 6. It says that a shepherd had 100 sheep. And then uh, he lost one. And then he left the 99. When after the one that was lost. So while he was taking that ship, tracking it, yes. no, looking for it to track, a yeah, trek. Yes. Amen. So while he was taking that ship, the ship was lost somewhere. He, he didn't know where to start. But the lost ship normally when it's lost, it will produce a bleating sound. 
That sound is like a tracking system whereby the shepherd can locate the sheep. So you don't start to be a sheep today. You've, you've been a sheep since the beginning, predestined to the beginning of the world. That is why God can locate you. This word can reach you. And he can find a place in you. Because there is a connection between the two of you. You you don't know God from now. You are his attributes. When he says, let's make man in our own image. The word, uh, the word of God says he was speaking to his son. The Lord Jesus, the expressed form of him. And also as his attributes. So even when the devil tried to raise war in heaven, the word of God tells us that Michael defeated him. Defeated him. And there were some that were with him, fighting with him. It's you. So, being with God, being with God, it's not a new thing. It is something that has been there since the beginning of the world. So, when when the shepherd finds the sheep, he, he carries it in his shoulders. He doesn't scold it. I scold poke it. You'll find that it's the other sheep who will be scolding that sheep. Yeah, they'll be saying this brother. Ah, he's troublesome, this one. Year in, year out, it is him. But the shepherd, the shepherd, because he loves his sheep, he carries that sheep and he carries it back to the sheep. So that is why, brothers, we, we need to be together. Love one another. For me, it's a disappointment if a, a brother has fallen by the wayside. And other believers are making fun of him. That doesn't show brotherly love. I will just write to read a quotation from Brother Brenham about that. We'll read uh, the good shepherd, the good shepherd of the sheep. In a paragraph seven. Paragraph seven. And it reads this way. Oh, he says, when the word, the weather is hot, really hot. Oh, my Did you ever see the, the ship? They won't separate themselves. One be at one place and one at another. But right in the heat of the day, the sheep will all stand together. You know what they are doing? They are making shade for one another. They are having a fellowship. 
So if one of us falls into trouble, it is for us to gather around that shape to support it. You understand? Not for us to be scolding. That is why even the pastor was preaching the other time. It's like I said in the beginning that we have lambs. We have sheep. So that is why he was saying an, a young sister should get counsel from an elder sister. So that that elder sister will guide that young sister in the matters of the faith. They will fellowship together. And then that girl, that young girl will be able to grow spiritually. That is what he was talking about. That when it is hot, when life is tough, you will need a soldier to cry on. Not in the world. It should be right here in the church. Whereby we can confine one to another. Do you know what is to confine? That means if you have something that you've done, you can go to the pastor, go to the deacon, talk about it. Or to an elder brother, elder sister. And they will help you, guide you. Not to make fun of you. No, not to scold you. Not to have to, to find out when they are having supper now you are the talk of. Yes, that's, that means an elder should not be a busybody. Yes. Brother Brenham. Brenham. Yes, that's what he says, a busybody. Brenham, busybody. <laughs> yes, an elder should be uh, somebody who is a soldier to cry on. And then uh, when we read the quotation, he says, And would it need be good if all God's sheep, when the heat was on, will stand together? When the trials are real hard, the heat is on, everything going everywhere. If all of God's leadership will just stand together, we'd have the coolness of the shade of each other, the comfort to lean upon each other. Because he says there's nothing like a real, good, dependable friend. Not a friend in the world. Godly friend here That when the troubles are blazing, the heat is on. You can go to this friend and sit down. Just explain to them, talk it over in a personal confidence. And then kneel down and pray together. 
and know that this person is a God-saved man or woman that you can put confidence in. So he says, come, let us listen together, said the scripture, or come, let us stand together. So that is what I said, that the elder should guide the young. That is what is expected of an elder. Amen. That is what is expected of an elder. Now, an elder is cool. Is like somebody who who is God saved. Is the kind of person who has been through troubles, trials, and tribulation. That the storm of life. Has swept him to and fro. I, I always thought that if a tree is tall, it, will, it is the kind of tree that will just be uh, fell down by the wind. But Brother Benham says, when the tree is tall, its roots anchors deep into the soil. And that's what an elder is. He should be deeply rooted in the metals of the To be able to lead the young ones. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And then the same applies it when it's cold. With the ship. They huddle together. So it doesn't matter whether the, the situation is good or bad. We should huddle together in prayer. Pray for one another. And that is the warmth of real good Christian fellowship. Amen. Amen. And then uh, that is why Peter said, uh, that's why God said, Jesus said to Peter, Peter, do you love me? Feed my sheep. I mean, for us to be able, for the elder to feed the young, the, 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 the lamb, a younger sister, an elder, he should be able to love that person. Because 1 Corinthians chapter 13 verse 1 to 3 says, Though I speak in tongues of men and of angels and have no charity, I become like a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. Charity, brethren, love. And he goes on and he says, though I have the gift of prophecy, and understand all the mysteries and all the knowledge, though I have faith so that I can move, remove mountains, and have, a, and have no charity. I'm nothing. Those are the seven virtues that Peter talked about. Faith, Virtue, knowledge, temperance, patience, godliness, brotherly kindness, on top, kept in by divine love. 
Amen. Amen. So, but remember when we write, he says he's a door to the ship. Brother Brenham said, I always wondered why he being a man, he will call himself a door. Then he said one day when he was in the Orient, then he realized why that was so. Because the, what, what, what happens there is that the ship the ship code, the ship fold has one entrance whereby the ship can go in. And then the the shepherd already does is that he will gather all his sheep. Bring them into the sheep fold. And when he's there, when they are all there, he will account for each and every ship. Brother Abraham says, don't you love it that he accounts for us each and every hour of the day? And the word of God says, to those that you've given me, None is lost. That is the good shepherd. So after all the, 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 the ships are counted for, he says because the 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 can go in. And then even surrounding the sheep coat, there will be a lot of tony branches so that even the lion can't even jump in. And when all the sheep are in, inside, the great, the, the good shepherd will come and he will lay across that, 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 that door. That is why he says he's a door to the ship. And that is what he has done. He laid his life on the cross for us. So that we could be saved today. So when he goes on to explain it, uh, I think we can read uh, also paragraph 10 to just to, to hear what he says. So he says, then when all is in the fold, then the shepherd lays himself down at the gap. He's a door to that sheepfold. And nothing can come into those sheep until it crosses the shepherd. And he says, what a relief. What a lovely thing to know that when we are tacked into his blessed keeping, he becomes the door and there's nothing could happen to you. No matter what it is, it will, it will, it will all have to come by the shepherd. Because nothing can go 
past Christ. Nothing can go past God. Unless he permits it. And then he says the reason he will allow that to happen it will be for your correction. So that you can have a testimony against the enemy. For the exaltation on the glorification of Christ's name. And for the manifestation of God's work. And for you to have more faith in God. I can give you I can just tell your story about uh, Job. I mean, God said to, 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 to the devil while he was going to and fro on earth and up and down in it. Have you seen my seven job? There's nobody so perfect and upright like him. And Satan said, yes, I've seen him. Yeah, but it's because you've built a hedge around him. Because you've built a hedge around him, I cannot enter into his life. I can't touch his keys. I can't touch his possessions. Because you've built what? A hedge around him. Brothers and sisters, God has built a hedge around you. If there is a trial that you're going through, it's because God has permitted it. And as he has permitted it, he's the one who's going to see you through nobody but him and I believe that God cannot give you a trial that is greater than that you cannot bear. Because he has a measure of you. He knows your strength. That is why he said, we job touch everything, but just leave him. And then now job was Everything had lost everything. But that was for him to have the testimony against the enemy. Because the word of God says each and everything that Job lost. restored. <laughs> Do you know what is to restore? If I give you this Bible and I take it, <laughs> I must give you the same Bible back. I mean, they said the, the children were having a party, but in Ghana, based on and the, I think the roof fell on them and they died. <laughs> Those children got restored. <laughs> Amen. That is what God can do for you. So, and it is also for the exaltation and glorification of Christ's name. And a manifestation of God's work. Remember, the, the, he was working with his disciples. And they come across one who was born blind. And they 
ask him who had sinned. Is it him or his parent? He says, no, there's no such. It was for the manifestation of God's work. Even if you, a disease come upon you, it's for him to show that he's a Jehovah Rapha. He can heal you. And that same God, that healed the waters. Oh, He's the same God that can heal your disease this morning. And it is also for you to have faith in Him. I mean, let's talk about the Patriarch Abraham. Uh, he, they say he was the father, he's the father of faith. But you are He had followed God all his life. But he didn't have a child. Of all the things that you know, if you are a parent and then if you are you, you just got married. The, the next thing we, we, we expect in the land is the child. I mean, yes, pass by. No, I mean, with Abraham, yes, pass by. I mean, he, he was 30, he became 40, 50. The same applied to, to, to Sarah, his wife. Now, I think if we know the men of women, the men of women, yes, if, if you reach the age of 45, 50, up to 55, it, it stops. What it means is that you cannot have children anymore. Anymore. It doesn't matter what specialist will promise you it, it don't happen. Then imagine if you are 90. <laughs> that is even worse. <laughs> so, but he, when they were, Abraham was 100 and, and Sarah was 90. He came. Where is he came as the great Melchizedek. As the third man in the house of Abraham. The third pool. He says, I will meet you in there. That's, that's what the third pool is all about. You having a personal conversation with God. The third pool is a person. Christ. Christ. So Christ came, Christ was, not Jesus Christ, came in the house of Christ was, the eternal one, the one without father and mother. When the two angels that came with him went to Sodom and Gomorrah to try to rescue Lord, he remained behind with Abraham. Mm-hmm. And he said, about, upon this time, you and Sarah will have a child. I mean, naturally, that can happen. <laughs> but because he's the great Jehovah Jireh, the provider, the word of God said he was able to restore the bodies of Abraham and Sarah. To be the same as they had in their youth. 
Then Sarah had more faith in him. Oh, for Osa, amen. Sarah, then Sarah and Abraham, they had more faith in him. Sarah and Abraham, Baba no kolugning we. And that is what he is. He's the creator. He can die. Yo, na umdai. He can reverse time. We are was especially science card. He can fix everything in your body that is broken. Bonge onga lumi lemsi benua kwa na was ogulungis. That is why Brother Brent said, "Yeah, na umfoto Brent mati." Great, the one he he can defeat cancer. Oti alawas uoba nomzavuza. Maybe I'll just tell you something about cancer. Cancer, if it goes into your body, it's like a, a cell that has gone out of place. And it has started to multiply exponentially. And then when it multiplies, it, it goes on and then it destroys the normal cells. So now if we say you have cancer of the stomach, the only way we, the doctors can help you is if they catch it early. And it is very small because if they spread, they cannot take everything and leave you with a hole. But when he heals you, when he restores you, even the good cells that were destroyed, he puts them back. Amen. That is the great Jehovah that we Jehovah. So that is what he did to Abraham. Abraham. That womb that was closed, he restored it. And Esther was able to have a child. And this proves that there is nothing impossible with God. Because he is the almighty God. And then uh, even today, <laughs> he is still the same. He is greater than cancer. He is greater than HIV. There is no disease that is special that we say, hey, this one, my brother, is your diabetes. Hey. No. <laughs> no, he can heal it. He can even hypertension, whatever it is. I've seen it. Yeah, he can do it. Yes. Cancer gone. Where did it go? It, it, it has gone back to his own creator, the devil. Right. That is why God uh, says when a person repents, the, 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 the sin, sin is on. Get broken into its original elements and goes back. So normally if you've sinned before, the, the, your sin God doesn't remember it anymore. He says it goes into a sea of forgetfulness. Yeah, his only brother says, will say, hey, brother, I'm <laughs> Hey, he did that and that and that. Matter with God, it is all forgiven. It is broken down. You can't see it anymore. It is broken out. It is in, in, it's into its elements. Yes. And he can still do that for you. All right, so we're going to go to another part of our message this evening. Now for a ship to grow, it needs ship food. Now, a, a, a ship doesn't know how to get itself food. 
No, the shepherd should provide it. And do you know what is sheep, the sheep's food? Is, is the word. Yes, the word of God is sheep food. Nothing else. <laughs> Brother Branham says you can't give a sheep T-bone steak, no. You <laughs> can't eat that. That is not sheep's food. The food needs grass. That's how it grows. And uh, remember, my brother, my sister, you are what you eat. We learn to lay your And then the other thing is that you are not what you eat. Amen. You are not what you do not eat. You are, you are what you do not eat. We we learn to eat. Yes. If you you you, you eat some food, because you must have a balanced diet. And then you find that you eat only carbohydrates. You don't eat proteins or fat. Especially if you are a child, you will have malnutrition. So that is why how, how you the, 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 a person eats. What you you look at, you are eating. When you are reading, you are eating. When you are listening, when you are listening to the word of God, reading the Bible, you are you are feeding, you are eating. And if you look at something else, you are eating as well. But that can destroy you. So that is why if we read John 21, he says to John, to Peter, feed my lambs. Feed my sheep. In that order. Now, that means Peter was the shepherd, a pastor. So he, he, commissioned, he commissioned him. Because now, remember, the, the, it, was, it was just after the, the Lord has risen and he was about to leave. So Peter was going to be the leader of the church. And his duty was to feed the sheep. With what? So what I want to show you is that there is a, there is a way that a person who, who is a good shepherd is supposed to be. So he said, Peter, do you love me? First, he must love the Lord to be able to feed the sheep. And if you read, it says Peter and some of these disciples, Nathaniel and the others, there were about five of them, the number of Christ. I mean, they were demoralized. Uh, Jesus Christ has just died. I mean, the great Jehovah, the, the great Messiah, that we depended, they, the, whom they depended on. So he had just died and now he had risen again and he will come appear, disappear. They were confused. They didn't know what was happening. My brother, I'll be honest with you. If I was Peter, remember when God, when they tried to catch uh, the, the Jesus, he took a sword and he 
cut the ear of the shoulder. I think if I was with him, I was going to cut the other one. <laughs> because here is the great Messiah, the guy, the God who provided for them. They, they, they say there was a time when there were about 5,000 of them. And then he had a few sheep and some breads. Then he, 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 he divided it among his disciples. And he fed the 5,000 with that small. That, that is the God that Jesus was when he was on earth. The, the blind could see. The lame could walk. The dead. I mean, the, 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 the word of God tells us that Lazarus was almost four days dead. Mary Magdalene told him that it, don't go in there. He's even about to stink. But when he called him, when he calls you, it doesn't matter what situation you are in. You're going to raise up. And you're going to defeat whatever situation you are in. So Lazarus rose from the dead. Yes, they, were, they had some curtains around him. De- decomposition. Left him. It obeyed his voice. Even today, it doesn't matter what situation you are in. That situation will obey his voice. There's, it says, the, the pastor always says, that is the, the shortest sentence in the Bible. When he was a man, he wept. But as God, God he called Lazarus to come out. I mean, the, the, he sent the 70s into, to preach. Oh, they was very they were very happy and they came to him with a report out oh, master. The demons they obey us. I mean the sick are healed. That is when he was on earth. So do you see why Peter now was resistant? He didn't want him to go. Because there was the person who took him as a fisher of fish, made him a fish of men. He was taken from him. But the word of God said on the third day he rose. And he, he told them that the reason he must live is that you, his church, may have more power, be powerful, so that the same works that he did, you also could do. And that scripture even today still lives. The same works that he did. There was a man from Kentucky. According to the Kentucky, he could also. There was a little Mexican child. Mexican. He, he, he was holding meetings there in Mexico. Now the the the, 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 the doctors discharged the child because they said the child didn't have. There, there was no hope. The child was gonna die. Uh, 
So they went into Brother Brenham's meeting. When they got there, the, 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 the first day, the, the child couldn't be seen because there were so many people. The mother took the child home. The next morning, he was back. She was back. Now, when she was on the line to be prayed to, how the child died. Oh, they did, now it was in the meeting. The woman was there wailing and crying. Now, Brother Brennan was telling uh, the brother's brother Mo, go and console that woman. While he was saying that the angel of the Lord came, and he saw the whole picture unfold before him. What happened with the child the first day? And he saw the child alive. He went there and prayed for the child. The child rose. And he says there were four more that has risen, that he has prayed for and risen from the dead. There's no greater healing than raising one from the dead. Whose spirit has left him. Because you have to go and fetch the spirit. If he's in hell, take it there. Bring it back into the body. That is why one day, Brother Brenham, a, a, a child had died. And they came to him and they said, pray for him. Then he saw the child. The child was in heaven. No, he said the child is resting in heaven. We can't pray for this child. So, the same applies to the lawyer. Pastor was telling us about how Joseph Brenham is it Joseph Brennan? Yes. Prayed for another a man was they were having a service. And in the meeting the guy had a cardiac arrest and he fell and he died. They went there and they prayed for that child, for that man. And he, he, he woke up. Yes. Even today it is against <laughs> So my brother, do not limit God. Yes, you can't limit him. So that is why Peter, even though they say upon the rock, this revelation, I will build my church, whatever you're going to bind in heaven and bind on earth, he just didn't want the Lord Jesus Christ to go. Because he was... God in a man. The, the word tells us the fullness of God was in him. Yes. Yeah, so when he said to told the storm to stop, Amen. when he told the storm to stop, he was God. And he's He's still God today. So let's go back to our story about the, 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 those five uh, disciples. They had lost hope because their hope was gone, was taken from them. So they went back to their old ways. Guys, let's go fish. They couldn't catch anything. They all night they were there fishing. They couldn't catch nothing. And then in the morning, Christ appeared. And he said, 
uh, cast the net on the right side of the ship. Then they caught a multitude of fish. So a shepherd, manjerumeluse must follow the directive of the chief shepherd. That is why when Peter couldn't catch any fish, when he listened to his voice, I mean his voice is life. People it is it has power. He was able to catch fish. Now this is what happens also to a shepherd. A shepherd, the God will he called them and said, Come and dine. So a shepherd must dine with the Lord Jesus Christ Imagine. before he can feed the sheep. He must have an audience with God before he can impart life into the church. Do you know that his word is life? Yes, it is. So he, he called them and said, Dine, come and dine, Peter. He fed Peter first. So a pastor must be fed by God first before he can feed the church. If that happens, oh, sorry, if that doesn't happen, he says, I'm the good shepherd. Others are like hirelings. You know what is a hireling? Hireling is a pastor, but you know, he's after something else, money. If you don't pay him, if you're going to travel, my brother, he will tell you, no, my brother, this one is above me. All he's looking for is a tithe. But the true shepherd, he loves God, love the, the children of God. That is why he said, Peter, do you love me? Because you cannot feed his sheep unless you, you, you love him. You can love his church until you love him. Yes, you can. So what does he feed the, the church on? The word of God that he feeds them on the hidden manner. A hidden manner. Maybe I can just tell you. Remember when the, the children of Israel were in the wilderness? They didn't have food. So God rained manna upon them. It was like a Jew. When the Jew lifted up, there was a white um, honey-like bread that was left on the, on the, on the soil. That was, that was the man. For 40 years, the children of Israel fed on it. But now, this manna and the hidden manna, there is a difference. That manna fell every day for six days. And then, if you, you took it today and then uh, you left, some of it was left over. It, it, it got spoiled. Yes, but the hidden manna, God uh, uh, told Moses, take it with, a, with an omer. Omer is like a golden vial. And put it in the holy of holies. In the tabernacle of holies. That is where God was. 
That man never spoke Leo mana azange ibole. Now the word of God that the priest, the high priest, manjere is angulugulut aba priest aba. Once in a year he would go into that holy of holies. Ganye vonyaga bayezo ngene da unengwele ngwele. And when he goes there, he's sprinkled with the blood of the lamb seven times while he's going to that to the holy of holies. Omengela lapho ubefafaza igazi lekundlo kasikhombisa uma angena So for you to reach that manna, you are beyond the seven church ages. That is how we are. We are beyond the seven churches. We are in the dispensation of the son of man. So the man, the hidden manna, it never got spoiled. It was fresh all the time. Because it came from God. That is why the high priest, the pastor, must feed on it so that you will be able to feed the church. Brother Brenham say it is hidden because it is Jesus. And it is manna because it is manna because it is Christ. Christ. That is why it's the hidden manna, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. So that is what the church must feed. That is what the pastor must feed the church. The unspoiled manna from the Holy of Holies. If he does that, the, the church will have life. And then eternal life. Yes. Hallelujah. So that is what the, 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 the sheep are being fed on. So he says he is hidden to the world. Revealed to the disciples. Until the very end. That is why Jesus Christ is a hidden man. He is hidden to the world. But revealed to us. So that is what the church should be fed on. And today. I, maybe I can give you a small testimony mm. to show what, what, what's happening today. Uh, the pastor last week was preaching. So while he was preaching, he read a quotation from the hidden life. Now, that quotation, I don't know when the pastor read it before he prepared the message. What time? About two o'clock the very same Sunday morning. I was reading the same quotation. So I was so blessed. Because my shepherd, he's connected to the chief shepherd. And the chief shepherd is connected to me. That is how it's supposed to be. That is why the three, that is how they interrelate. The good shepherd connected to the chief shepherd, which is Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ connected to the sheep, the sheep connected to the pastor. Amen. I think I will just stop now. Amen. Yeah, You can just sing a song and the pastor can just come. Amen. Then sings my soul, my soul.
Amen. I'm blessed this evening. Amen. And how many love the chief shepherd? The Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Just a round of applause for the way. So it must be the chief shepherd. And the shepherd following the chief shepherd. And the sheep following the shepherd. So that means before you follow the shepherd, you must check what is following. You'll end up following Boro. Amen. And you don't know what he is following. Amen. We are we are very much thankful. God bless you, brother Mutlawi. Amen. So you can see we are a rich church. There are ministers here. Hallelujah. You know, my greatest desire is that when all is said and done, it must never be about Brother Madi. Nothing to do with him. It was Christ. Christ. Hallelujah. And, uh, you know, I, I've been influenced by a lot of people. Wherever I go and I meet people, I, I want to learn from people. Amen. Uh, but I'll mention one somewhere I learned something. I was looking at Brother Ed Biscal. And I said, this man was the prophet's friend. Hunted with the prophet. Shared the room with the prophet for, for many years. Now he's in his senior years. And he comes to church. Young men preach to him while he's sitting down. And I said, what makes such a man? Goodness, if it was some of us, no one would preach. Because we were with the prophet. But I realized that it's humility. And not only humility, but you want to test whether what you have preached is somebody Did somebody catch it? Amen. You know, some pastors, if they die, the church will die. Amen. But that's not how it's supposed to be. So, God bless God for giving us uh, men of God 
for keeping blessing us. We are not jealous. If we are blessed. If are jealous down. If you are blessed, you are blessed. Amen. I'm at a stage where I don't have to prove anything. Uh, everything has been proven. I'm at a stage where I need just to be in touch with the Lord. Hallelujah. That's why when these brothers come and bless you, they um you know other pastors we once with the red pen and say, I want to correct that. I want no 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 no. Everything is hundred percent. Amen. God bless you, Brahm Clave. It was a, a masterpiece. Amen. Give us a, a worshiping song. I hope you are blessed as well. I want to teach the church that God doesn't only speak through the pastor. God can pick up any vessel and speak. If you only recognize God when he comes through the pastor, you, you are in trouble. You must recognize him on the pastor and to that brother and to that brother because God is a God of multiplication. I hope we are together. Amen. Just give us a worshipping song. We are standing on holy ground and thereafter we will wrap up in prayer. Amen. The child's name is Lisedi. Amen. Just give us a, a worshiping song. We are standing on holy ground. We are standing on
as we close our eyes, if there is anyone that has got a prayer request, you can indicate by raising your hand and you'll be remembered in prayer. Most gracious Heavenly Father, this evening we are very much thankful that you spoke to us in the manner that you spoke to us. It was in a very simple but yet powerful way. And the things that you expounded here, we can say indeed we have been blessed, dear God. And to look at you as a great shepherd that came down from the corridors of eternity and put on flesh and went and died on the cross, all because you loved us. And that is why when you came to Peter, you said, Peter, do you love me? Because it has always been about this great love affair that started from eternity, that came into time, and that will go back to eternity. This evening, we love you, dear God. We cannot hide how we feel about you. There's so much that you have done for us. Where would we be had it not been of your life? Where would we be had it not been of your grace? Where would we be had it not been of your weight, dear God? And that is why this evening we just want to say we love you and we thank you. And Lord, you have used your servant in a very mighty way. Virtue has gone out to restore it, Heavenly Father, and continue to meet him and reveal yourself more to him so that he can bring more to the church so that the church can be fed, dear God. And the beauty about it, what you touched on, is that the sheep must always love one another. Without love, we are nothing. Without love, we can never identify with you. Because you said, These, the people will know that you are my disciples when you love one another. Help us to love one another. Help us to bear with one another. Help us to support one another. And help us to realize we need one another. I'm praying for this church, continue to strengthen them, dear God. Make them to have a desire for more of the weight. Let us read this weight. Let us listen to this weight. Let us feed on this weight because the more we feed on, the more we become the weight, dear God. And this evening we are very much thankful and we want to got a message for the devil. We have been blessed. And you can never steal our blessings in any way. As we'll be living from this place, come with us and grant us the traveling mercy. Let the devil be far from us. Let the doubt be far from us. Help us to continue to believe in you, God. As your prophet kept on saying, have faith in God. This evening, hands have been raised up. I don't know what made the hands to be raised up. But you are the one that created the hearts that made the hands to be raised up. And whatever the desires that may be in those hearts, you know them, Heavenly Father. Grant them, Heavenly Father. Let them have a testimony about this chief shepherd who is Jesus Christ and is the same yesterday, today, and forever. We are very much thankful, dear God. We love these people. That's why we serve them in this way. If we did not love them, we would have given up a long time ago. But love constrains us to stand in the post of duty. And we commit every one of them to you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. God bless you richly. Give us a song until Sunday.
Amen. Just give us a, a, a jubilant song. Amen. He died for us because he loved us. Amen. Jesus is a dependable friend. You can trust him during the day and trust him during the night. Some friends, when it's night, they disappear. They are like your shadow. It's only there when it's sunny. When it's dark, it disappears. But Jesus becomes the light to give you joy during the night. God bless you, Rich. Give us, uh, I don't know, is there any Swazi one that you can try there, Malaka? He's still getting the recipe. Yes. No pressure. Take it easy. Yes. Is it is it talking is it talking to you musicians? Yes. He was just telling you what he's going to do. Which one should you go first? He will come after. Amen. Whatever is in your heart. Amen. Where the 